This is the EWN Podcast Network. When life and business is chaotic, it is hard to see the beauty that comes from it. But I'm here to tell you, you are not alone. I am your host, Ashley Stone, and I am your chaos coordinator. I believe there's always a message in the mess we can experience in our personal lives and in business. So join me on the journey of running multiple businesses, self-caring it up, and designing a life for my family. This won't be just my story. It will be the many stories of remarkable women that have inspired me and will inspire you to discover the beauty behind the chaos. Hey beauties, my name is Ashley Stone and I am your host, Beauty Behind Chaos, and I am here today with myself. No guests today on this episode. I definitely wanted to do more episodes with just you and me and the audio and the birds and the bees. I don't know why I feel like I need to rhyme that, but I'm just in this beautiful space right now of my studio that feels like a treehouse. And so with all the greenery around me, I'm so excited because it even more feels like a treehouse. And I'm just up in the air and it is beautiful. I'm getting the sun shining on me today. Um, So it's a little bit of a different, brighter vibe in here. And I'm so excited to be here and uh, dive into this episode. As per usual, if you guys have been following along, you might know that I've also been doing video podcasting, which is a completely different dynamic because now I'm looking at myself and I'm looking, I'm I'm looking at myself on my computer, looking at myself on the camera. And I'm also talking to you guys, knowing that the way that this podcast will be digested will now be giving a visual. So that's, that's a little different, especially since we've already recorded 20 something episodes of just audio. So now being on video one, we hope to reach more people. And two, I don't know, my studio, my studio is so dope. Like y'all just need to be here with me and experience it with me in the, uh, in the pink tree house. So welcome to my show and, uh, let's dive in. So as per usual, I'm kind of running in hot and I had no full plan for this episode. However, I like to talk about topics that are happening in real time, happening in real life. And then I also love to share, you know, stories from my past and my entrepreneurial journey and and all the different things I've experienced, but again, tie that into real life stuff today because it's always relatable, right? We can always go back and learn something from the chaotic moments, from the good moments, from everything in between. And at the end of the day, it develops us into who we are today. And at the end of the day, we also want to improve who we are tomorrow. And that's always my goal, right? Everything that I do is really with um, wanting to be present today and learn from the past, be present in the moment, and then really improve for the future. And in doing that, um, I'm documenting all kinds of things. And the reason why I document, um, because I believe that when you do that, sometimes you you forget the good moments, right? The things that gave you like little little pep in your step, the fire in your soul. And um, you're like, dang, that was dope. Like, how did I forget about that? Um, because oftentimes we focus on the negative experiences and those negative experiences are really meant to grow us. But instead, sometimes we look at them from a bad perspective and let it hinder us and keep us from actually improving or proceeding forward, right? And so it's really important to me, one, to learn that for myself and always be cognizant of that. But it's also really important for me to share the journey, share the tools, share the experiences. So that way, when you become more aware, when you start surrounding yourself in these conversations and hearing a different perspective, honestly, it 
it ha- it like has no other choice but to plant a seed on yourself, on your life, on your soul for it to flourish and come out and about in another way. And I'm all about planting seeds. So this podcast is here to plant a seed. The things that I do outside of podcasting, um, whether it be with videos, social media, et cetera, it's to plant a seed because the second a seed is planted and nourished, so many beautiful things can grow. And I'm witness to it. And I'm experiencing that even every day in my life currently. Um, so with that, one of the other things that I've actually grown and developed and what I want to talk about today is about my community group and building community and building connections and collaborating with people and um, just growing something and being a part of growth of something else outside of yourself. Um, it's such a powerful experience to do that, but it's also difficult. It will challenge you in a lot of different ways and it'll develop you in a lot of different ways. And learning how to communicate better with people and connect better with people and show up for people um, is such an important, not, let's see, not not goal, not task, um, such important work. Like it's so fulfilling when you can be a part of developing something in people or around you or in community or businesses or or whatever. And that's become a real big passion of mine. And I never really realized how much I enjoyed it and loved it until I built a Facebook community group, y'all. I mean, seriously, I've always wanted to do that. And I've always wanted to share like the things I was discovering and, and the experiences I was having and the people I was connecting with. But I never really knew how to really go about doing that. I just always thought it would be like a really cool thing to do one day, right? And so after the pandemic, um, me pivoting down to Texas, starting completely over, being in a new place to explore, um, I was doing that. And inadvertently, I was sharing that on my own personal private page. And as I was doing that on top of driving around town in a big pink truck, um, my mobile salon, I was also meeting people. I was connecting with people and doing it in the way that I know best with just people sitting in my chair and doing their hair. And when you're sitting there doing people's hair, y'all, if you are a person that gets your hair done and you have your stylist and you have your person, you already know they are your people because the connection that a stylist has with her clients and vice versa definitely is one of importance. And then also one of like, like a bond in some way, because depending on how long you're getting your hair done with that person, whether it's a one-off appointment or, you know, for 10, 15 years, which is the majority of my clientele that I had, um, minus coming to Texas brand new, but you're spending a lot of time with people and you get to know people and you get to know their thoughts and their ambitions and the things that um, they're insecure about and, and things that um, make them tick. Like, It's just a really fascinating role that I actually really loved doing for a really long time because of the people part of it, because of the connection part of it, and because what I was doing contributing in some way to building their confidence and just giving them that connection. Because I had clients that honestly, that, you know, worked from home or were stay-at-home moms, and they never got that like adult interaction you know, time and until they sat in my chair and they were like so excited to talk to an adult. And then I had, you know, business women in my chair that just wanted to sit and relax and just 
not be responsible for anything. And girl, I could relate to that. And so, so many times I had clients that just giving them space and time to just be, um, and then, you know, be available or a conversation, um, when needed, but when not just quiet and letting them just be who they were and rest, you know? So I really had to navigate, um, people and what, um, what made them feel good and what was right for them. And everybody was different. And what was really, really unique was when I came to Texas and I was driving around this pink truck, y'all. Um, it was crazy. I was talking to myself a lot. And this, I, I think it was preparing me to start a podcast because now I'm talking to myself. I'm sitting in a room talking to myself, talking to y'all. Um, but it's very different. It's a different dynamic, right? When you're sharing stories and talking and you're like, nobody's in the room. Um, I hope somebody's listening to this. But um, but I really genuinely feel like that time I spent in that truck was really preparation for something more because um, I spent a lot of time alone on the road and child, I was talking to myself a lot and I was just like, what, God, what do you have me doing out here? I am in Texas. My whole life has been pulled and shifted and changed underneath me. And here I'm instructed to build this truck and to get on the road and start doing hair and like, what am I doing right now? And so I had many, many moments and I have actually really funny truck chronicles, um, hashtag truck chronicles, um, that I would share on social media in that time. Cause that was a whole challenge in itself. But the cool thing about that is it was during the pandemic. It was in 2020, it was the summer of 2020 and there was so much going on, so many polarizing conversations and perspectives and navigating that and going out on the road and being one-on-one with people inside my truck doing their hair and one trying to navigate brand new people I didn't know at all in a new state that was kind of a different culture and way of life compared to what I moved from um and at the same time we're in this really crazy uh experience together that ranged from very traumatic to very isolating and um and difficult to navigate right and so going out on this truck was so interesting and eye opening i felt like i was living a social experiment every single day because i never knew who was going to be in my chair and i never knew where the conversation was going to go but i had to remain consistent i had to um remain disciplined in thought and remain open and caring and understanding and compassionate. And no one ever really talks about those things that are all so necessary to build connection and relationship with people. Because regardless of where I was in my views or my experiences or my belief system, it didn't really matter at that time. What was important to me was for people to have a connection point. And some people coming onto my truck really did not have that. I mean, they were I had people completely isolated that had never left their house and that were scared to get services with me, but the alternative was to go and get their hair cut, you know, in a salon and and people weren't ready for that. Um some people weren't. And then on the flip side, you had people that were just like, um baby, you better not be wearing a mask. That's my Texas voice. I don't know where that just came from, but that's real, real story. Like if you, I like died. I was like, Oh, Texas. I just love Texas. I just love the Southern accents. Um, I'm originally from here y'all. So I, I, I try to bring that out. I feel like if I keep trying that, it'll, I'll eventually get a Texas accent again. 
But um, but yeah, and I think of my family too. It's my family, heavy, heavy Texas accents, like like backwoods Texas accents. Um, I don't even know where backwoods is, but it's backwoods. So um, anyways, I digress. So it used to just be like so interesting because I would just have such an array of clientele. And again, it was also never mind a mixture of thought and perspectives and and experiences. It was a mixture of people from everywhere. We were becoming a melting pot because so many people were actually moving to the area just like I did. And so you had people that were just here forever. And then you had people that were um, just getting here. So it was so fun, so cool, highly interesting. Okay. So that was my first year in Texas, getting on the road, doing that. And within that, I was also just leaning into the community of just like, you know, everyone kind of was learning very quickly who I was because like I was driving around in a pink truck. And with that, I was also in between clients, just like, you know, going to lunch or hanging out in a parking lot, you know, and, and waiting for the next appointment. And so with that, I ended up meeting a lot of business owners and just connecting with uh, just so many people. And I just thought it was so cool. And I fell in love love with the area I moved to. It was one of those things. It was like things I wish existed in a community or in a place or with other women and so on and so forth. Like y'all, I had landed in it and I, I genuinely like, I have a video somewhere that I made a video and I was like, where am I? Like, what is this place I just moved to? Because it's incredible. And it was everything I would, I would go on road trips with my husband and my husband always laughs about this. And he goes, girl, we moved to one of those towns that we would pass through on our road trip. And I would literally be like, oh my gosh, I, w- I want to live somewhere like this. And it's that small town feel, community, family friendly, all kinds of events and activities, things to do. And at the same time, like it was active, right? And it was um, like a small town with big dreams. That's like how I describe where where I am now, right? Ambitious people, um, leadership, all of those things, just really admirable, right? And so I don't know why I keep saying right. I, I keep saying right. I'm catching myself. So anyways, so I was like, this is so dope. And then I went onto social media and I was like, oh, this is so ugly. Like, it was so ugly. Like there was this one group I joined and I joined it in the very beginning when there was like maybe 700 people in it. And at first I'm like, this is cool. I even actually gained a lot of business from some of those people in the group. And I got to know the people running it and like, you know, whatever. And then it grew and it kept growing and it kept growing because the area was growing. And I was like, oh, oh, what? Ooh, where did I just move? Like, where did all this ugliness come out of the woodwork? Like, this is not my experience. And at the same time, I'm a little concerned because now it's kind of tainting the experience, right? Because social media was just so toxic and everyone was trying to like, almost like you want to take a break from that. But like, if you're new to the area, it's like, well, I want to take a break, but where do I go? Like, what do I do? And how do I find out like um, how to meet people in real life, right? And I was in that same place. And so I was just like, huh, well, I know how to do social media. So I know how to show up in social media. I've been showing up in social media um, for business and in different ways on my personal page and whatever. So I was just like, huh, I have this idea. 
I would love to create a group that, you know, I can share where I'm exploring and the things I'm discovering and the people I'm connecting with. Cause this place is so dope. These people are so amazing. And like, at the same time, like this is not what is being displayed on social media and there's a disconnect. And I have to say y'all that eye-opening experience of like not falling down the rabbit hole and trap of social media of what you think the world and lens looks like by just looking at your screen. That is dangerous. That is really, really dangerous. And that happened to our country. Like we all became isolated and in our homes and had nothing else to do. And what did we do? We went on our social media. We were on our screens. We we were on them way too much. We had too much time on our hands. But it created this falsehood in my in my perspective, um, or this narrative that actually maybe existed to some degree, but not on the level in real life of like what it actually was, right? It just like it just put this magnifying glass on this one subset and this one conversation or this one perspective or like the extreme of all ex- all perspectives, right? And just like there was no middle ground. But then there were a ton of people like, y'all, where is the middle ground? And it didn't exist. And, and in some ways, it still kind of doesn't. And that was concerning for me. It really concerned me for humanity. It concerned me for our country. It concerned me for people. And at the end of the day, when you really get to know people at their core, everybody has good in them. And everybody sometimes has a little bad in them. And it's not necessarily a reflection of the people they're dealing with. It's sometimes a reflection of their own demons and things that they're trying to work through. And a lot of times when you are mad at something, you have a problem with something, or you're angry at something it's sometimes coming from inside and there's something that needs to be resolved within yourself. Um, And it's not really about the person that you're yelling, screaming, or upset with. And the problem is, and the dangerous thing about that is when you stop having dialogue with people and connecting with people that are of different mind and thought or different backgrounds, different cultures, if we stop that and we do polarize ourselves, we're in a heap of trouble, y'all. And that was concerning. And that's what I was witnessing and seeing it. And I say that from a perspective of moving from a different area of the country and experiencing these two completely different lives. And then also being kind of shocked in the differences in our own country and, and how vastly different it is than what you're being shown and seen on social media. And so I just, you know, in my own little way of doing things of like, well, you know, what do you do? Right. And it's easy to go, well, I'm only one person. I can only do so much. And at the end of the day, one person can do a lot. And it starts with at a local level. And that's so important these days, because in my experience, it really was at a local level that my business was affected. It, yes, it was something the whole country was experiencing or, you know, whatever, or each state or, or however, everyone handled it differently. We all witnessed that, right? And what I experienced as a business owner is I had to move across the country in order to genuinely believe I would survive this and save my business. If I would have stayed where I was, I genuinely don't think I would have at least been whole coming out of this in some capacity. 
whether that be mentally, physically, personally, financially, or in business, I'm glad I don't have to find out because I gave myself an opportunity that existed somewhere else and I pursued it. And so when we don't like something or we don't agree with something or we don't, um, you know, or if we have concerns about something, I'd be more afraid to not be proactive and, and try to make a difference and plant a seed or make a change within myself to better my own situation so that way I can better the people around me. And that's where I was and why I had to pivot and get up out of where I was because it was so toxic. And when you are making moves that big, then when you start in a brand new place and you start to experience toxicity again, there's just a, there's a place that you go into and you go, no, I'm not doing this. And that's kind of where I was. And I started to see the toxicity and I started to experience it, some of it myself. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not doing this. I moved and pivoted my entire life. I like changed everything because life is about so much more. And in that moment, I made a decision and I decided I was going to be that one person. If that's all it was, hopefully there's going to be more to follow But if I got to be that one person that just starts something and just does something different and shows up in that and like authentic in that, then hopefully that will catch fire and that will kind of breed more life into more people doing the same thing. So you got to be the one to be willing to go against the grain because otherwise, genuinely, we're all just going to fold. Like if, if we don't, if we don't challenge the status quo or the you know perspectives of things, but also do it in a collaborative, um, productive way, then not only the country as a whole, but life as a whole is really going to shift and alter in a bad direction. And for me, I can't change the world, but I can change the world I'm in, in at my level and what I experience. And I can pick and choose the things I'm going to engage with and pick and choose the things I'm just simply not. And I made that decision. And when I did that, I pitched the idea to actually a couple people. And I was like, listen, I'm I'm seeing this. I'm new. I'm new here. But this is what I'm seeing. And this is what I'm actually starting to experience. And this isn't my experience. Like, like for real. Like, because in real life, I love everybody here. Like, these people are dope. And like, this experience and this place and all of this stuff, like, is really great. But, you know, it's really not getting that that is not what's being portrayed on social media. And so I want to be a different voice to portray that and to share that in this community because I'm concerned that the new people coming in might look at this place and go, where the hell did I just move? And that was really happening. Y'all, people were getting their hair done in my chair and they would be talking to me and they're like, yeah, I just moved here from Chicago. Oh my gosh, I was loving it. But ooh, girl, did you see this on social media? And that it was like, it was like the, the, when there, if there was a water, what is it? I'm not, I'm not familiar with corporate life. Um, what is it? If, if there's like a water, why do I want to call it a water tank? A water jug? Uh, I don't know. A thing that people stand around and drink water and gossip and like shoot the shit. Like if there is one of those going down, that was happening on social media about the town that I just moved to. And it was like, people wanted to, it was like a train wreck that people wanted to like not watch but like loved watching and literally were just there just to watch it. And at the same time, like being like, where the hell did I just move? And I'm like, 
okay, I can only watch this for so long because genuinely this is actually hurting our community. Like we shouldn't be doing this and there needs to be a better approach. And I try to approach it with a couple people um, in certain roles that I, I believed were leaders in the community um, at the time. And it was not received. It was not, um, my ideas were shot down. It was not received well. It was, um, there's other things, you know, going on that we need to focus on. And it's like, really? Cause, cause this place is about to implode. And like, I see it and I'm starting to not only see it on social media, I'm starting to observe this in real life. And I'm concerned because I'm here rebuilding my life and I want to build, you know, in a place I feel like is growing and in a good place. And, you know, there's some things going down that I'm starting to witness that I think we can get ahead of this. And so, um, yeah, it didn't work and it fell on a lot of deaf ears. And I was like, well, really, girl, you don't need anybody to do this. You could do it yourself. And so I did. I started this Facebook group and, um, I'm like, I'm so tripped up that I'm sitting here with video. I'm like talking to video on my computer, but I keep forgetting there's video in front of me. Okay. Anyways, ADHD, get it, get it back, get it back. So, um, I start this Facebook group and immediately the pockets that I was first initiated with, um, you know, received it well, not the leadership of those pockets, but the people that were in membership of those pockets, um, including my clientele. So I was mixing these two worlds of, um, you know, organizations I was involved, getting involved in, businesses I was meeting, and community I was connecting with on my truck. And so that was the reality of my world. Like I had these three things that were, you know, around me in the first year I was, I was, I moved here. And so I was like, dope, this is what we need. We need everyone to come together. It's not just a conversation for the businesses. It's not just a conversation for leadership. It's not just a conversation for the community. It's everybody because everybody contributes something different. And that was the vision I had. So when I first launched this group, y'all, it is very important to um, do a little bit of due diligence when you name something. Now, when I name a business, when I first start a business, I always do my due diligence. I always research names. I put a lot of time and thought into um, creating a name for a business. But when I created this Facebook group, y'all, it was just it's just a Facebook group. Like I, I knew I wanted to like have that mission of connecting people and um, community and businesses and all of those things. But that was about really all I had in my plan of my grand idea. So um, I just kind of went for it and just threw a name to it. And there was this tagline in town called "Keep It in Keller," and so ugh, I, mean, I shudder at the thought. So I named the group the tagline "Keep It in Keller." And so I thought it was great. I mean, I liked the tagline. I was like, this is great. I didn't know it was not just the tagline. It was like the the city's initiative. So <laughs> problem number one, I did not do my due diligence on that. But it was very much apparent within the first uh, few weeks of me launching the group. Um, so I was like, okay. Let me let me change this. Um, but I love I love like the flow of like using the name, obviously Keller, because it's a community group um, for the town that I was in. And so just kind of lending itself to my style of just like 
let's kick back, like cool, casual. This is not super formal, guys. We're going to develop this all together. Everyone can contribute. Like, let's kick it. And so, boom, I named it Kicking Ain't Keller. And so I changed the name a couple weeks in and off to the races. Oh, my goodness. Little did I know. The pushback that I got to not even start the group to begin with only continued to flourish in different ways, not in ways that I actually was said directly. It was very behind the scenes. And because I was not, um, you know, in certain circles or conversations, um, I wasn't abreast to some of those dynamics. And like, I'm a vibey person. And so I could tell something was going on. And, you know, whatever. That wasn't like what the group was about. So I'm going to keep pressing forward and keep doing my thing. And I kept having ideas. And I'm like, I'm going to focus on the positive. Like, I don't even care. Like, no big deal. Like, blinders on. Focus on the positive. And as I kept going, I realized that because I had that misstep with the name, um, I also realized that there was someone in the town's past history that attempted to do something similar, and it really left a bad stain on a lot of people that were here for a long time. And like, again, I had no clue. And I was like, okay. And at first, I just thought it was like a story that someone was going to, you know, give me a heads up on. And it just kept resurfacing. And I was just like, okay, problem number two, no problem. Love a challenge. Let's overcome this. So what I ended up doing, and this is actually really great advice for um, business because that's what I do, y'all. I build businesses. I develop brands. And um, you have to do that in order to create an expectation and consistency in order to grow and develop anything. And so what I ended up doing is I put my business hat on. And I was like, okay, I'm, again, going back to I'm not doing this toxic mess. I'm going to develop this in the way that I know how to develop a business, which is it's going to have a brand. It's going to have, you know, brand colors. Like I I completely 100, there is a hex code for my community group. Like if you know anything about that graphic designer life, yes, I have a brand kit for my community group. And so um, I really didn't fully have the time to do that initially, but uh, it became apparent I had to do something and I had gotten into a car accident, which kind of incapacitated me for almost two months. Um, and I also got really sick at one point. So there was a span of time where I had about three months that I was in bed far more than I really wanted to or enjoyed. And so it gave me the room and space and time to develop that brand. And so I did. And so with that, that came with the colors. And, you know, I tried to hire, you know, local people to help me develop a couple of things. Mind you, it was with a negative budget, but I was like, you know, how can we collaborate and work together? Or I have this very, very small budget I'm willing to put to this. Um, you know, can you work with me? And, you know, let's let's spotlight that you develop these things alongside me, right? And so I tried to do that. That didn't necessarily work out. Um, and it only just continued to grow and fester, whatever those conversations and whispers that we're having behind the scenes. And I was just more and more becoming a little bit more isolated from the initial people that I connected with, which made this group even more apparent that I wanted to develop it because I realized that I had only built connections with only certain pockets of people, but I had no idea how to connect in with everyone. And 
really this group just proved a need even for me personally as a new person in the area and also wanting to learn, you know, more about where to kick it and and things to do. And I was willing to go out and go kick it around town and everywhere um, and showcase that in the group because I too was looking for the same thing for me and my family. So needless to say, um, I created this structure. I created this, uh, you know, these rules and these boundaries. So that way it would differentiate us compared to other groups, but then also compared to other organizations. Because then I was being accused of, you know, all kinds of things that, you know, I had these bad intentions or I was taking, you know, away from this organization. When I tell you I got hit from every angle and accusations at the, 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 grandiose stories and perspectives that I couldn't even dream up or think of were some of the things that were um, hurled my way. Um, And in some aspects, it wasn't hurled my way at all. It was just said in whispers behind the scenes. And it started to limit my ability to connect with people that I genuinely just wanted to meet and connect with. Um, It left this, you know, uncertainty with some people, whether or not they could trust me because of the things that they had heard. And I was just like, wait, what? Heard about what? Like, I've been nothing but like, nice and helpful and, and all of these things. So it was so confusing. It challenged me on a personal level in a lot of ways. Not that I need to be liked by everyone, but I certainly want to be given a fair chance um, and not be lied upon and, and, and be like, I don't know, just viewed uh, out of my actual character, um, which was really frustrating. But I also knew that if I just pushed past it and I remained consistent and I remained authentic in who I was, that is always going to supersede any experience. Um, And that has literally been a value I have when it comes to everything in life, no matter what I'm faced with. Um, One, I can overcome it. And two, Um, I need to show up and I need to be myself and I need to remain consistent and authentic to who I am. And then, you know, time will just have, time will just have to be on my side. And, and so that's kind of what I kept doing, developing this community group and focusing on the core pillars that I created. And if you are a brand builder, you know, you need those guideposts and those guideposts became something more and more apparent as time went on. And those guideposts for me became community, connection, and collaboration. And I said those three things all the time. And so when you're creating pillars um, and guideposts, whether it be for in your life or in your business or in your brand, whatever it is that you're building, these are core things, guys, foundational things that you need to do. And it's what literally is the building blocks and the the seeds planted and all of that to then grow into something more. And it took me a really long time to learn that. And when I applied that to this community group, I was blown away because it was working. And it went from this group that was, you know, 1,000, 1,500. At one point, it was 3,000 people. Um, When I officially made this full choice that I was going to really dig into this because there was a need and it was fulfilling a purpose. And clients, oh, when I would go out into the community, um, I had this one client that was handicapped 
And she was in my chair and she was like so grateful for one of the community lives I did because I shared the fireworks and and she got to see them for the first time. She was only able to hear them before because she can't leave her house. So my community live in this Facebook group gave her an opportunity to see the fireworks. You know, that was just like, you don't realize the impact that you can make if you just decide to dig in and keep pursuing what you're doing. Because when you feel that fire, when you feel that nudge, when you go against the grain and the naysayers and the people that don't believe in what you're doing, I promise you, there is triple times more of those people waiting and saying, oh my gosh, we've been waiting for this. Oh my gosh, we wanted this. Oh my gosh, someone finally did this. Like, I don't know how to articulate that, but it was those comments, literally, that I had heard and those stories like the woman in my chair that gave me the capacity to go, Lord, I don't know why I'm doing this, but when I hear stuff like this, now I understand. And I never let go of those, that feedback. And then I became highly aware how important the feedback is because one, it's actually giving me a little fuel to my fire when I'm literally burning out. And two, it's helping me shape what people really want and what they need. And when you build anything, if it's so important to just start and just do it because if you overthink it, if you overplan or if you, oh, let me get it right and perfect before I launch it. If you go and do that, you're missing out on an opportunity to actually hear from the people it could benefit or how it can continue to grow and benefit, um, that people become so engaged with it and enjoy it and dedicated to it just as much as you are. And it does take time. It's really hard because building a community group um, is definitely quite different than building a brand because when you're building a brand, I mean... On social media and stuff, when people love a product or a service or something like that, like you have an opportunity to like get the pulse by, um, you know, how they're engaging with your brand, but then also like reviews and, um, you know, client feedback and email lists and, and whatever. But in this circumstance, I was completely blind, you know, and the I was blind because not everybody will tell you what they love and like in a community group, but they, they will 100% tell you what they don't like. And so there were so many moments that I was only hearing what people didn't like or thought I should do or what they think I'm going to do and so on and so forth. And I was just like, where are the people that say they love this? Like, come on, y'all show up and at least like the dang video I just made or like comments on it because that is what like the algorithms in Facebook literally will only keep showing this great content if you engage with it in a positive way. Because if if there's negativity happening, um, or I take that back, that's why you only see negative posts because that is actually what people love to do is just quarrel and fight and debate. Social media is rampant with it. This is where the algorithms suck because what is happening when that is happening is it's saying, oh, people like this because they're commenting and they're engaged on this post. And look at all the people that are so quick and active to see this post and engage with it. 
But with the algorithm, the bot doesn't know and understand that they're doing this because they're fighting and they're going back and forth. And people are so, so great to do that and do it incessantly because they need to get their point across or whatever. You know, we've all witnessed this. And so the algorithms really played us because it stopped promoting the stuff that really is the good stuff, right? And instead, all you saw was the negative stuff. And the same goes for when you're building a Facebook community group, which many times I wanted to quit and not do because I was just like, even the platform is working against me because people might be scrolling and seeing it, but if they're not engaging with it, this great content is actually going to get buried and, you know, only the the bad stuff that people, the stuff that people don't like and they're engaging, rah, 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 that's what's going to actually rise to the top. So it became really important for me to moderate this group at a high level to not allow the negativity to even, I wanted to nip it in the bud, not to delete it. I don't, I didn't want to go, you can't speak here. You can't express yourself. Um, you know, so instead what I did is I would just comment back and I would just say, well, you know, I appreciate your feedback. Um, but you know, here is this and, and maybe you misunderstood this, but like, this is what it really meant. And so I just started explaining it to people. And when people did, it created this dialogue where honestly, by the end of the comments back and forth, it was actually, it landed in a positive place 98% of the time. And so what that did was it fostered the right conversations and the right content and the right ways that people were showing up in it. Now, don't get me wrong. It, there's other stuff that will come through, but when you're moderating it, you can be somewhat of the gatekeeper of what you allow in. And that's why there's rules. And that's why those rules applied, whether you were my friend, my homie, or it, you were someone that, you know, I didn't necessarily agree with your point of view, but it didn't break up a rule. So I'm going to go ahead and let this one go through. So I had to really find myself in this place of um, not only discernment, um, which I prayed a lot, a lot about, um, but also of neutrality and, and say that there's, this needs to be a safe place for people. And at some point, if, if, if we don't start doing that, then we have a bigger problem on our hands and we've all been witness to what that problem looks like. And what the answer is not is to ignore it. The answer is not to say, I don't like this, so I'm not engaging with it. Or um, or not, not um, I don't like this, I'm not engaging. Sometimes if you don't like it, girl, keep scrolling. But meaning like, um, if I don't, if I don't agree with you, then I'm just gonna completely polarize myself and remove myself instead of just trying to just learn about people. And that to me is what is so, so powerful about social media and how those platforms can be used for the good. And in the end, I mean, I genuinely can say that I'm really proud of the work that I put in on building this community and being a part of a different conversation and allowing for conversations to happen. Now, does that always look like um, what I wish it would look like and received in the way that I wish it was received? Um, No, it doesn't. And, you know, I've had to build up my own thick skin with that. Um, or even just my own, because many don't even actually come to me if I'm being transparent. No one ever really tells me to my face that uh, they don't like or they don't agree with my stuff. Um, They just whisper it in the shadows. And um, I know exactly who those people are. And I just go, that's okay. Like, 
if that's how you want to handle it. But I'm here if you ever want to have a conversation. And many of those people I've actually approached and have had conversations. And the biggest thing that I have learned in that when I'm not afraid to just have a conversation, I've really learned the disconnect in so many conversations in my own community where there is a divide and people inadvertently are creating that divide because they don't know how to come together and just communicate and not assume and not judge and not come for each other. It's like, y'all just sit down and communicate because if you heard the things I hear in all pockets that I'm around, you would actually be looking at everything just as like crazy and going, what are we all doing right now? Like we're all talking about the same thing. And at the end of the day, we all want the same thing. We might have different views and how we get there. We might have different perspectives on what's, what's important, but how can we collaborate and how can we make things better for our communities, for our kids, for our country, for our state? And then it just kind of radiates out, right? And so I want to be that seed. I want to be that person. So when you are that person that has an idea that people don't all agree with and you think, how am I going to make a difference as one person? How am I going to really actually make a difference? I'm literally here to tell you, you can do it. You can make a difference, but just only bite off what you can chew. It takes baby steps that grow into bigger steps and grow into movements. And that doesn't happen overnight, but it takes, and actually I, I take that back, it can but it takes someone bold enough to take action and it takes someone bold enough to just be a leader because in this day and age, y'all, we need more leaders. We need more people willing to have hard conversations and work through them and not at each other and not, you know, against each other. Because like I said, at the end of the day, we went through a whole chaotic experience together and there truly can be beauty that comes from the other side of all of what we've experienced. And there is value and education and knowledge and understanding that people are different and we can learn from each other. And that is the beauty on the other side of it. But if you don't allow yourself to break down that wall and that barrier or open up a form of communication to start and plant those seeds, then it truly will never happen. So when it comes to community building, when it comes to utilizing social media, when it comes to building brands and building businesses and building yourself, it requires bold action. It requires discipline. It requires consistency. And it requires a pretty thick ass skin. I don't even know that. I I, I got I just got thrown off because I'm I'm cursing now. I'm getting real passionate. It requires thick skin, y'all. It it requires like a quiet confidence that's necessary and that can only happen if you develop that within yourself and once you do develop that within other people. Now imagine how ugly and messy and and all over the place it is when you're going through any type of walk or journey within yourself. When you're breaking barriers within yourself, when you're trying to grow yourself, when you're going through um, whether it's an awakening of some kind or a growth of some kind, like they call this growing pains for a reason because any form of growth requires some type of pain, some type of chaos, and some type of mess. 
but there's a message in all of the messes we experience. And there's definitely um, opportunity that is literally the most powerful and most beautiful thing if we just embrace it and walk through it. So I'm here, y'all, to walk through it with you, share my stories, share my behind the scenes, show up and be in my chaos and um, completely be transparent and authentic um, because there are going to be some days I'm in my chaos. And then there's other days I'm sitting in a lovely, beautiful moment of space and time where I am present and I am just in awe of the experiences I've had and how it truly has developed me as a person and how that has been able to radiate into others. And that's what it's all about. And I believe that is all of our purposes um, in life and, and why we're here. So lean into that and just get uncomfortable and do something different and go against the grain. So at that point, y'all, I am at my time, 47 minutes, 48 minutes. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that my video uh, is still running. I recorded this on my camera phone and um, we're going to get this YouTube channel together. So stay tuned for that. Um, definitely keep on listening. Please like, follow, subscribe. Um, I never say that at the end of my uh, episodes, but please do that and and like give me some reviews and engage with my podcast pages because that actually helps um, me because it helps promote the podcast organically. And um, that's what I'm all about is organic growth and planting seeds. So if y'all reciprocate, that will help me out. And then stay tuned for that YouTube channel. Um, we will definitely be coming out with that. It'll probably be in alignment with my personal brand or something. I don't know who knows, still working it out, but I will keep you guys posted. In the meantime, you can check out the website, beautybehindchaos.com, um, because definitely when I do link up videos, it will be on that website as well. So um, yeah, that's it. Enjoy your day. Stay blessed and um, stay beautiful. Bye beauties. Thanks for kicking it with me until the end. If this episode inspired you, share it with a friend because when we learn, we live and we can all use a pick me up. I would love to see if you benefited or enjoyed this episode. Use the hashtag beauty behind chaos podcast. See you next time, beauty.